You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about how you can get organised in your holistic business. And if you can hear some very strange sounds in the background, there's a rather loud, rather large cow in the field behind me because I live in the middle of rural Wales. So please excuse the cow if it starts mooing. Anyway, on with this week's show. So the reason that I wanted to talk to you about getting organised in your business is because so many people worry about getting all of these different softwares and they promise the answer and they're going to really help them get super organised. But actually, it gets to a point where you get overwhelmed by the amount that there are and you can actually end up getting stuck and not doing anything. Now, I've never really considered myself to be a particularly techie person and when I come to picking up new software, I'm one of these people that kind of groans and goes, oh, really? And I'd do anything to put it off if I'm honest. But once I get my head around it, I'm fine. So what I thought I'd do is show you that actually you can keep things simple and start from where you are. And you'll probably find that you've already got a lot of the software you need to get your business organised. So here are the different areas and the software that I use to keep me organised. So for general office tasks, personally, I don't think you can beat Microsoft Office 365. It costs just over £100 a year and it really is a good investment for a really powerful system. And it gives you everything you need to organise your general office. Also, when you subscribe to the online version, you get to download it so that you've got it on your laptop or your computer. So if you're not online, you can still use the software, which I find really useful. And especially as I travel a lot, I just find it it helps me to be able to to continue working where maybe I wouldn't be able to if I had a web-based app. So with Office, it covers, as I said, most of the things that you need and They also have a pretty good customer support. So if you're anything like me and occasionally get yourself in trouble with software and can't figure things out or there's a bit of a bug in it, their online support are really good. They're incredibly supportive and they're very patient. But do be prepared to spend a bit of time on the phone with them. One of the things I really like about Microsoft Office is Outlook because you get to keep all of your email inboxes in one place. And I can just really organize myself and check off through the different email inboxes and make sure everything's on track and that I'm up to date with everything. So I find that really, really useful. But also in Outlook, you have a fantastic calendar system, which links up with all other different software, such as scheduling and and things like your online video call systems like Zoom and things like that. So it's a really good calendar system. And there's also a task system which you can use to just as a reference file. So I do things like I keep to-do lists in it or I keep notes. Uh, I organise some projects in it as well. So it's a really good way of sort of project managing systems as well. 
You also get a, a cloud storage system, which is a place that you can basically store all your files and your documents and that's constantly being backed up so that there's always a copy of it if there's a problem. So it offers the same sort of thing as you would get through somewhere like Dropbox, but it's part of Microsoft Office, so you don't have to pay an, an additional subscription if you don't want to. Now, the, the real kind of main features of Office are the software that we use in our general day-to-day, -day, creating documents and spreadsheets and all of that thing. So you've got Word, you've got Excel, you've got PowerPoint, and they're brilliant. You know, I've written a whole book in Word. I do all sorts of documents for my business within Word. Um, Excel, well, I, I do like a bit of a spreadsheet, I must admit. And I did all my accounts when I first started out as a practitioner in Excel. And I've also used it for things like project management. So moving house, I used a lot of spreadsheets, much to the delight of my husband. But, you know, it's just a really powerful tool. And PowerPoint is probably one of the best slideshow presentation software that you can get. It's incredibly adaptable and, you know, I use it for creating training programs, for delivering training, but I also use it for creating short videos. So if a client's given me a really good testimonial, but it's written, I can create a video by putting photos behind it and then actually exporting it as a video. So a really good way to market the business as well. I mean, they're just some of the elements in Microsoft Office, but... There's, there's other ones that I'm going to feature in the list later, so we'll save that. Now, there are alternatives to Microsoft Office, so you can get things like uh, Google G Suite. And if you're starting out, then I'd suggest maybe check that out, especially if you're used to Gmail, because you might actually find that's more intuitive for you. But start with where you are, and if you've got Microsoft Office, that's a really good foundation for you. The next thing that I can't do without day-to-day -day in my business is the ability to make online video calls. Now, my go-to software is Zoom. Without a doubt, I love Zoom. Um, it's just been revolutionary in terms of being able to support clients, being able to provide trainings and run my business day-to-day. -day. It's also been great for my marketing because... I can do things like video calls with people and record things. I can record podcasts on it. It's just been a really great piece of software. Um, there is a free version of it. So if you're only, only working one-to-one -one or you only talk to one person at a time, that's perfect. Or the paid version just gives you a more powerful program. So I can talk to groups for longer than 45 minutes, which is the cutoff point for the free version. Uh, and the good thing about it, it's GDPR compliant. So whereas a lot of the other video systems aren't, so things like Skype, FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, none of those are GDPR compliant. And there are a huge amount of other options. Uh, Microsoft have Teams, you've got Skype. So if you're not keen on Zoom, there are other options. But, you know, for me, I just feel that Zoom is really professional and really robust and the way that we're using technology these days people are becoming more and more accustomed to using it so it's becoming a much easier software to use with clients as well 
The next thing that I use day to day in my business is a calendar scheduling software. Now, I must admit, I put off getting one of these for quite a long time. I was being nagged to get one of these and I just thought, I just can't face it because my diary is quite complicated. I've got different types of clients, different income streams to my business and different days that I do certain work on. And the thought of sitting down and trying to work it all out, just I wanted to hide. Anyway, I got over myself. I got a calendar scheduling system. It probably took me half a day to sit down and really get to grips with it and work out the different types of appointment that I had and work out how I wanted it all to work. But actually setting it up has been so good. It's given me this opportunity for people to book into my calendar when they book in. If there's a booking form or a questionnaire they need to fill in, they do it at the same time. They then make their payment, they get booked in, they get sent reminders. Brilliant. It's done automatically. I don't have to get involved. So there's none of this to in and fro in with emails or anything else. So I decided to go with Acuity Scheduling and it provides really good functionality and it suits my needs. But there are other systems that are popular and one of them is Calendly, which is what a lot of my friends use. It's slightly simpler and cheaper than Acuity, but still a great option. So check those out. The next thing that I need daily in my business is the ability to create artwork because I uh, spend a lot of time creating different artworks for my website, for social media, for all sorts of things. Now, you already know I'm a Microsoft fan, so I tend to use Publisher because I just get the way Microsoft works and I find it really easy. And I do have a design background, so I've just been able to create templates for myself and I can just create artworks in minutes. Now, Publisher does have some templates in it and it's a great system for creating anything from images for social media right the way through to leaflets and brochures and all sorts of things for your business. But you might find it takes a bit of getting used to. The other option that a lot of people use, and especially online marketers and other practitioners, is an online software called Canva. Now, there's a basic level of that, which is free, and it's really intuitive. You can create all sorts of lovely artworks in your brand colors, in styles, set up templates, so you can have a really good, coherent look to your brand using Canva. And... The really good thing about it is if you create artwork for, say, Instagram, you can have it resized to use on Twitter with the press of a button as opposed to having to rework it. So Canva is a really good option for this as well. But personally, I use Publisher because I find it the easiest. The next piece of software that I use all the time in my business is scheduling for social media. Now, When you have the ability to schedule stuff in advance, it gives you some freedom. And especially if you're going away on business or if you're going on holiday or something like that, you can still have a presence online, but it shouldn't replace you being online. And especially with social media, you know, you need to be there. You need to turn up. You need to build relationships and just sending out scheduled posts isn't going to do that. And also, I'd just say be mindful at the moment, especially with lockdown. You don't want to be sending out lots and lots of scheduled posts days and days in advance because we're in this really changeable environment. So what I've been doing recently is I've been 
planning kind of a week in advance, but actually only scheduling a day or two in advance so that I know things are going out, but I can kind of keep an eye on what I'm posting to make sure that it's relevant and make sure that actually it's appropriate. So I've been using the free version of Hootsuite for years and I find it really useful. It's pretty easy to use and I post everything for Instagram and Twitter using my Hootsuite account because there is a limit to how much you can do. But I use it for Instagram and Twitter and anything that's on Facebook, either my page or my group, I use the Facebook publishing software that's within the platform. And again, pretty easy to set up and you can just do the posts and know that they're going to go out in advance. The thing I really like about Hootsuite though is you get to see what your stream's going to look like and you get an overview of what it's going to look like. So you can have it placed on a calendar and it gives you an idea of how the themes will work and also what they'll look like together. And especially for something like Instagram, that's important because the look of the grid will be affected by the order you post things in. So the last thing on the list for the daily software that I use that I really couldn't do without is having a good email provider. And this is somewhere where I send out emails to my list, not my in-person emails where I'm having one-to-one discussions with people, but this is to my list. So it's letting them know about things. It's giving them updates. It's, you know, sending you copies of when the podcast is going out and things like that. And an email list is an incredible asset for your business. Most online marketers focus is on building their email list because that's how they sell their products and services. There are some systems out there that are incredibly complicated and incredibly powerful. And that's probably what not what you need in your business. There are some that are much easier um, and it depends what you want to do with your business, really. It depends how you want to email your list as to what you need. So if you're just starting out, I'd say start simply. Um, I use something called ConvertKit, which is a really good email system. And it doesn't matter what the size of your list is, you get all of the functionality of it. And it has the ability to do things like sequences, automated sequences. So if someone signs up to my list, they can get emails sent direct to them, which then takes them through a certain set of emails to to bring them on board. Um, I certainly don't use it to the full, but it's one of the things that's on my list to do and get much better at, which is why I went for ConvertKit. Um, But with ConvertKit, it's more about sending out quality emails than sending out these kind of overly designed looking emails that are on sort of fancy templates. If you want something that's more like that, probably you're better off going for something like MailChimp. And MailChimp have an amazing free version, which allows you to have a list of up to 2000 email addresses. And this is what a lot of practitioners use. A lot of practitioners use MailChimp, especially when they're getting started. And you can create these kind of designed looking emails using their template system and put in your colors and your pictures and things like that so that you can personalize them. So they're a really good option for practitioners. But whatever one you start with, you know, you don't have to stick with them. You can stay there while you get your head around what you want to do. And as you develop, you can always move. Ultimately, 
the software that you pick to help you run your business should support you. It shouldn't be something that weighs you down and makes life more difficult for you. You know, you don't need the all singing, all dancing, brand new, shiny software. Just get the basics in. They're going to help you to get started and to really put some good foundations in. And you can build on that afterwards. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And as ever, there is a full blog post on it with show notes and links. So if you visit helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast 13, you'll find all of that there. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd love it if you could subscribe to the show and take a couple of minutes to leave me a review. I'd really appreciate it and it will help the show to be discovered. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.